to the ether today is friday february 24th 2023 today on the ether the nft happy hour blue chip nfts on stargaze hosted by cosmos joe let's take a listen hey everybody i'm just giving a minute uh making sure that i can get risby the mic hey risby i can't seem to get you the mic i don't know if you want to switch accounts see if that works or we'll see i've been having trouble with spaces on my on the usual phone that I use and seems to be working on this one. So there's some bugs. Seems to be fine to me. <laughs> yeah. You came right up. I think when I gave him the mic, it, it temporarily kicked him out of the space, but uh, hopefully everyone is doing good on this Friday. Welcome a little bit of an early happy hour, but that's okay. I've been off all week. So it's been happy hour pretty much every day for me. <laughs> Depending on the time zone, you know, for me, it's early in the evening. <laughs> right. This is like a late dinner for you, but early dinner or early happy hour for me. <laughs> yeah. This is like lunchtime. Uh, thanks, Joe, for giving us speaker. Could you also give Daniel a speaker as well, too? Yep, I got him. I got him. But yeah, welcome, guys. Welcome, guys. Um, for those of you joining, we're going to be talking about blue chips on stargaze. I did a video on Sunday or Monday, um, how to use the analytics tools to try to identify different blue chip NFT collections, or at least potential blue chips, right? Cause stargaze is new. I think it's unreasonable to think that they're going to have like 25 different blue chip collections, but I'm happy that two of the projects that I do put in that category are here, which is, uh, Gelato, it's Risby and Daniel. And then we've got Gata Dow. And for those of you who don't know, Gata Dow is the Dow that kind of sits above the Colonial Cats and the Voyager Cats NFT collections. Um, the G Colonial Cats was a Genesis collection, but didn't mint on the first day of, of minting. And then Voyager Cats was a couple of months later. And uh, yeah, I, I have NFTs from these collections. So obviously I'm a little bit up. I'll, I'll show some favoritism towards these guests, of course, but I like, I like the collections. And one of the criteria that I have for being considered a blue chip or even a potential blue chip is that there should be some kind of business or um, opportunity to, to generate revenue somehow that gets back to the value of the the collection itself so uh that's why i picked these two projects and um they're, they're gonna have a lot to talk about so i'm gonna just breeze through the beginning of this space um so they could get the most mic time and in about an hour and five minutes i'm gonna definitely close out the space so i can get to um a youtube video that i have premiering which was an interview with white whale 
my God, that's going to be, that's such an awesome video that I did with them yesterday. I, I had to release it right away. So I can't, I haven't watched it yet. Um, but they, they, what they talk about are some things that you've never heard most likely, unless you're really deep into DeFi in the Cosmos ecosystem. So um, just want to mention a couple of things related to Stargaze and, and the other platforms before we let the guests talk about their projects and what's actually behind the projects. And uh, on Stargaze, we've got, we've got NFT projects building out applications. So Skelly's built a, a burn module for their elixirs. You burn four in their burn module and you get a new NFT. Owlies has uh, built their NFT staking and I know they're building a lot more. They're building an alternate UI for Stargaze and Omniflix. Then we have Rebels NFT staking live to get their token, the Rebel token. So we have NFT projects that are building out applications, which I think is really huge for the platform. Um, uh, what else? What else? Oh, on Juno, um, Cosmic Sky Monks began staking using Dow Dow and starting to get hyper organized. That Dow is uh, um, Atlas Dow. Orbital Apes built a new dashboard over on Evmos. And uh, yeah, there was just some NFT awards that were given out this week. Omniflix, we were able to vote through Omniflix, which was pretty cool. And they did have it on Thursday on a space. So um, yeah, you'll be able to get the uh, the list of winners if you missed it. I do have the list of winners. If you guys want it, just DM me. I'll share it with you. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. I'll, I'll let them, um, instead of letting just one project go first, the other project, wait, we can just have a discussion and, you know, we'll, we'll just go kind of back and forth. And um, yeah, hopefully people that are listening for the first time, these two projects, they get a lot out of it. So how are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How are you doing? Thanks for having us up. Same here. Pretty good, actually. <laughs> Thanks for having us out uh, as well. <laughs> Nice, nice. And by the way, I do have some giveaways. Um, I have, uh, I know Gelato is going to let us give away an NFT. And I've got some, I've got a Rebel still from last week that no one claimed that I can give away. So we'll, we'll have some fun. I'll be drawing prizes from people in the audience. So just pay attention. Because if I, if I call you and then you don't DM me, then I'm just going to roll it into the next space on Sunday. Um, all right, um, Cryptopital, that's you over there on the Got to Dow account. Can you give us the rundown of, the 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 core benefit of holding either a colonial cat or voyager cat and then we'll get into the other collection yeah yeah sure so auto collection was minted a year ago so um since when we have establishing a full DAO around those collection meaning that all the people who own a gata c or gata v the both collection that cosmos joe talked about uh, are also members of the DAO and also uh, vote uh, on every blockchain and every validators we uh, put uh, in the DAO. Um, those validators are also the revenue stream to the DAO itself, meaning that by owning an NFT uh, from the GATA C or GATA V collection, uh, you also have a representation of uh, the validator um, business we have. Uh, each month, uh, 50% of the revenue are given to all the holders. Uh, the revenue is based on, on the numbers of the NFT you have. 30% uh, goes to the DAO wallet to support the growth of the project. And 20% goes to the team. 
So in a way, we are launching many validators on many chain, uh, like uh, Adam, Juno, Osmosis, uh, Tori, and also Nomic, and also uh, I don't even remember all of them because it's not my part <laughs> of the work. But we have uh, almost uh, eight or seven, or seven validators, I think, so far. And uh, all the revenue stream created by the commission uh, we get from the validators goes uh, to uh, all the owners. So the way we build the project is that uh, we are constructed something around yield-bearing NFTs uh, because we found that all the idea around, around validators is also something that can be a business for community members. Because you know, to launch validators, we, you, you need to have many funds or big connections and by doing it uh, as a DAO uh, you can get into the active set pretty quickly depending on the chain and then starting earning commission on that uh, based on all token you have into the validators so we decided to launch something like a community validators so if you want some financial uh, from the last year uh, get a DAO as an excellent year because we uh, we have something like uh, 100,000 dollars revenue created. Uh, and from those uh, revenue creation, uh, I think 30% of them goes to uh, all the owners. Uh, also, their first uh, epoch of the revenue was uh, six months ago. So uh, all of those revenue was created in six months, more or less, I think. And uh, the rest of the revenue are stacked for slash protections or even uh, usable into our wallets to finance other validators or based on tokens from new chain we will validate on. Cool. So um, if, you, if you want to, feel free to share the link and we can pin mm -hmm. it up at the top for the, um, for the dashboard that you built that shows the payouts and all that so people can see just that, you know, how transparent and easy it is. You just basically hold the NFT and then once a month there's a payout of revenue that's generated by the validator business. And we'll get, I have some questions about the validator business as well, but I want to let Risby explain what's behind the gelato collection. And I'm talking about the, the Stargaze collection. We could definitely talk about the other ones as well. Yeah, definitely. So at a really high level, Gelato is a Web3 company with three major pillars, gaming, NFTs, and validator slash Web3 infrastructure. And the goal behind all of this is basically to get to where GataDAO is today. If all these different business streams we have, we want it to be fully owned by a DAO, the Gelato DAO, and all the revenue that comes from all these different pillars, we want to make sure it goes back to people who are supporting and holding you know, our assets. So. The way it works right now is we currently have a Gelato Series 1, 2, and 3. Currently, Series 1 is out. Series 2 is coming out next week. And each of those series will get 1% of all of the gaming pots we have across Gelato, current and future. The goal for Gelato is to, you know, not only for us to create a bunch of games, Daniel and I, but also give tooling and things so other game makers can come in, build their games, kind of think about it as Steam but for like Juno or Cosmos. So the hope is all these different people that are building games, the 1%, you know, for each series will go back to the holders. So besides the 
another cool feature we really rolled out is within each of the series, there is about 30 rare NFTs, 10 per each, and they're one piece themed. And the goal behind those is if you own a one piece, you automatically get a gelato owner role. And as a gelato owner, you get 1% of all revenue streams for gelato. So think about validator commission, NFT sales, gaming platform, our merchandise store. In the future, we want to, you know, go into physical businesses as well, too. You know, think about pot shops, ice cream shops, maybe even a restaurant. And we want to basically take all that revenue and give it back to the owners, which is almost a prototype of what will eventually roll out for series one, two, and three. So that's kind of like the high level vision of what gelato is. We can definitely dive more into specifics, but yeah, curious uh, if you guys have any questions. Cool. No, actually, I do have a question that both of you will probably need to address for, especially for people that are not familiar with the collection. So as an NFT collector, you know, I, let's say I, I participate in a mint and then the collection's really popular. It sells out. There's secondary market volume. Sometimes as a holder, the last thing that you want to hear is that they're going to mint a second collection, right? You're like, oh God, now they're diluting the first collection and it's, this is not good. But both of you have been able to mint subsequent collections. Can you just talk about how it either like complements or um, kind of fits with the overall plan despite there already being a collection out there? I guess, um, uh, Gata, I'll let you go first and then Risby, you could comment on that as well. Yeah, you know, so part of our business is to uh, have many validators and also have a good revenue stream. Um, when, when we launched the first collection, we decided to only uh, launch uh, 1,000 NFT uh, because we, we decided that the communities need to be small at the beginning. So uh, I, our entire goal was to launch around uh, 5,000 NFT, more or less, so uh, to onboard many people around our project. But uh, for that, we needed to uh, build something and to have something uh, which is pretty... Uh, good and also uh, pretty well designed to to make that. So the first collection was uh, something like more um, the first sale to allow some people to come into the DAO, to be uh, the OG of the DAO and to build uh, a resonate and everything around the DAO, uh, all the different uh, rank you have in the DAO for the voting proposal, for discussing all the proposal we made. And this is the reason why we separated the collection in multi-collection. Uh, it was easier for us to manage a little community at the beginning and then uh, grow our community over time. Cool. Awesome. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Joe. No, I, I was going to say, I mean, it sounds reasonable that, you know, you start small and then you scale up as you see fit. And just to be clear, the Voyager Cats was the second collection. They have the same exact utility as the original Colonial Cats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exact same utility as well. So we decided to launch the Voyager card uh, after that because um, most of our NFT was uh, a little bit out prices, you know. So we decided that another collection should drive the price, um, better the price we had at this moment. Uh, because when you created something with a revenue stream, uh, you need to have a price which is in correlation with uh, the revenue you created. So. This is one of the reasons why we decided to launch the second collection after all. And one thing people should also know is that 
all the colonial cats and voyageur cats have the same rarity rank uh, into our business, meaning that uh, how, depending on how the rarity you have, uh, won't decide how much rewards you will have. One NFT equal one share in, in rewards. Cool, cool. No, that's good because I, I was I remember. I think partially because Colonial Cats came first, the the price was much higher on Colonial Cats for a while. People were a little either uninformed or skeptical of the second collection, or they just liked the first collection. Right? I was able to pick up three Voyager Cats for the same price as. Um, a colonial cat and now the prices have stabilized as people get more knowledgeable which is really cool and by the way i know george is in the audience george if you want to put some of your medium articles on the thread i'll pin them up at the top but george uh he he writes really good articles about you know just informing community on on gata dao and the uh, both cats collections which is great so yeah feel free yeah. Risby, I'll let you comment as well about because you have one collection on Stargaze, another one on Territory, and then you airdropped the collection, which was really fun, and now you're minting another. So, can you talk about whether that cuts into the first collection's um, revenue, or if there's other plans for the subsequent collection? Yeah, definitely. I think part of Gelato Series 1 and 2, from the very beginning, we wanted to have a clear mission and goal of what these uh, NFTs will provide. To me, I see series one and two and three as a cornerstone of our uh, NFT, you know, part of Gelato. So the utilities that those three series have, which is basically VIP, which means access to free games, you know, whitelist for everything we have, early access and other benefits like, you know, a uh, percentage off our merchandise, merchandise store, plus the 1% rewards and other things. Don't, these are the only series that will ever have those types of rewards. So when we first thought about Gelato Series 1 and 2 and 3, we were going to initially, you know, kind of do maybe one series, you know, about 1,500. But we thought, you know what, let's sort of break up these rewards in three collections. And in total, these three collections will get 3% of all the gaming, you know, uh, pot across the entire platform. So in the future, we definitely will create other NFTs. We're going to be launching an Ethereum uh, NFT. Uh, maybe around summertime, you know, something that's going to connect Ethereum and Stargaze. We also want to build, you know, an NFT game based off animal racing and things like that. But those things will have its own utility, but the utility series one, two, and three have no other NFTs that we ever make will have that same level of utility. And they'll always be our cornerstone, which means that we're going to continue to find ways to bring value to those holders. You talked about Cream Queens. We created a really beautiful limited series collection of beautiful ladies, you know, super creative. We could have sold them for sure, but in the end, we're like, you know what? We really want to reward our holders. So we kind of did a raffle game instead. Depending on how many Gelato Series 1 you have, you get a crap ton of tickets. If you have our other NFT, you get a small amount of tickets, and we gave that away. So even things with the owner role, this is something we thought about from the very beginning, but when Series 1 came out, not something we really talked about we wanted to sort of flesh out what it means to be a gelato owner what it means to find a one-piece nft and now that we kind of have all those details in place that's an official thing so even though there are, there are three series in total the first one 840 supply second one 420 supply and the third one will be 69 supply they don't really cut into each other because each of their rewards are independent Right. So, okay. So I'm hearing two different things, which is interesting. And probably people listening are realizing that just like the, hopefully you're realizing it. And I'm not trying to pump my bags, but 
because I'm not selling these, so it doesn't matter. But the tone of this spaces is totally different than when I'm talking to creators who haven't yet minted. You guys had a plan from the beginning. You've minted your collections. You're hammering out this roadmap and either following roughly the same plan or making small adjustments based on, you know, different needs. But um, for Gatadao, you guys minted the second collection, but you did so after the validator business was expanding. You guys expanded to the hub. So I don't think the second collection detracted from the first collection. Um, if anything, it helped expand the validator business further. And then from Risby, what I'm hearing is you guys are giving, originally the plan was 1% of the profits, but three collections, you're, you're increasing the percent of the profits overall, rather than having the second and third collection share what the first collection was being promised. Do, do I have exactly. that? Okay. No, that I did not know, actually. I didn't know. So, and by the way, for people that are listening, I know that I always say I don't like Discord and all that, but for like a DAO or for like a serious game or like a serious business, I definitely use their Discords. Um, it's for collections that just don't have the need to have continuous conversation and updates and, and, and all that and voting on things. I, I don't use a Discord. If you are thinking about buying into these, I would go to the Discord first and just see how these Discords are set up differently than the other collections that you might be holding in your wallet. Um, I don't want to say to buy something or not buy something, but I would I would say the Discords are actually a good place to start. And also the Medium articles that I hope George will share for Gatadao. But um, I don't know. Do you guys have any questions for each other? Because th this is interesting that uh, two very different businesses and you guys are actually expanding in a bear market. Not a question, but more just wanted to reframe again. Everything Gatadao is doing, that's our ultimate goal is to sort of get there. Daniel and I don't want to be the people who own Gelato. From the very beginning, the reason why we gave away over like, you know, 60, 70% of the GLTO supply, which is our governance token to the Cosmos ecosystem, because we want this to be truly owned by the community. The reason why we haven't built out our DAO right now, because we want to build all the framework, build the right people, the right vision, so that once this business, I mean, it's already profitable, but once it's more profitable and all the holders are seeing a lot more of the value, then we want to give that control back. Like, hey, we have everything in place. Now you, the community, tell us what you want to do. If you want to increase how much, you know, series one, two, and three gets from the uh, platform revenue, you should be able to do that. You know, if you want to make other changes like, hey, this person made this awesome game and now we want to prove it to be a part of Gelato Mainnet, you should be able to vote those things in. So I really want to say awesome job, got a DAO, like doing that from the very beginning. And we can't wait till basically get to where you guys are one day. <laughs> I hope you will. Same for us, you know, building a DAO is quite um, hard uh, using Discord because Discord is a wonderful tool, you know, uh, but regarding all the voting perspective and everything around that, it's not easy uh, to uh, set up something which is quite valuable uh, on Discord. For that, we're using Stargaze Chain and Mimo to let people vote using their NFTs. But it, it's not quite easy to do so. We are expecting some uh, good DAO project like DAODAO, which called uh, with ICS uh, NFTs, launch uh, new NFTs on, on DAODAO, which could be very helpful because, like you say, uh, when you set up a vote or something like that, it's, it's quite hard. Uh, we can do informal vote uh, using Discord, but most of the votes should be on chain. 
Uh, it is the reason why we use Stargaze for not for now, but it's a lot of work to set up everything and to uh, monitor every aspect of the vote we have. Uh, one of our, our dev working on it uh, each time, and it's quite a lot of work for us for them. So, so yeah, I think uh, one of the things you have, which is quite good actually, is uh, your platform, which is uh, quite important and link it to a DAO uh, should be quite useful for you, I think. And mostly and one of the thing, one of the questions I have for you is about the token. What is this was easy for you to to launch the token and uh, the revenue stream stream come from the token itself or more from the platform? Yeah, one of the things we didn't want to do is Daniel and I profiting from the token in any way to us. The GLTO token is a governance token. We, you know, our goal is to create uh, game creator tools, you know, making your own lottery, maybe making your own blackjack tables and burning some GLTO to make those tables. The way we basically make our money or the hope here in the long run is to build a strong brand of gelato, build all these partnerships. For example, I have a friend, he's been a long time weed grower, and now he's going to the legal business. In California, he's looking to launch his first weed company. And we're already talking about how we can integrate gelato NFTs into his marketplace, where, you know, if you hold a gelato NFT, you get some discount or maybe something free once a month. In return, that company will get advertisement, maybe even coupon the stuff directly to our community. So I think by building that type of strong brand, that's kind of where we're hoping, at least in the long run, most of the revenue comes from. We don't want the token, GLTO, GKey, any other assets we make in the future to be something that the team profits from. Yeah, yeah, I can understand. I, I think the same. Most of the revenue come need to come from uh, some other source, like advertising, like uh, uh, marketing partnership, or something like that. I think it's the most important part of the revenue. But you can't use your community as exit liquidity or even fundraising because the reason why we're able to do everything we've done so far and even more is because of such a strong, incredible community we have. Like if you go to Discord, you'll see how active it is. You'll see how passionate people are, even all across Twitter and social. You see how like a lot of community just are continuously pushing for us. So that's why our focus is how can we reward all these people and also reward ourselves, but not make our community a you know exit liquidity like so many other projects do yeah yeah i guess it's good to hear and again a lot of people just jumped in in the last like five ten minutes so just to get them up to speed uh we're talking with gata dao and gelato both are nft collections that um allow the owners of the nfts to take part in the profits of the underlying business and i did draw for a prize so uh uh disappointed gorilla um, just DM me, you won a Rebel NFT. So just DM me during or after the space to claim it. And um, one thing I wanted to ask as far as the DAO aspect, and then I do want to get into the Yield Gorillas, actually, now that I see his his uh, handle. Um, are you guys using any on-chain DAO tooling yet? Or are you really relying on some of the Discord features that actually do give you kind of like a, like I would call it, like soft DAO capabilities or something like that? First, we just um, use Discord uh, to discuss and to bound with our community, but uh, most of the vote section has done on uh, um, Stargaze. So yeah, we built some tools in it uh, to be able to manage all the votes and also monitoring each people who actually um, 
send us a transaction and uh, uh, compound all the transaction and uh, everything. So we, we don't have any uh, good tools to do so. Uh, we use Torgaze since the beginning in the MIMO section, but uh, we are <laughs> pretty, pretty thrilled to use the, the new DAO-DAO. And uh, we asked them a lot of, <laughs> many, many times when we could uh, also use our Torgaze NFT on it, uh, because it will be quite easier to do so. Uh, for, for now, I think it's more like a pain in the ice. What he could uh, <laughs> probably give you more information about that, but uh, it's like a lot of job to do so. And we use some script uh, built by Wasi uh, to manage everything, but it's very odd. Cool, cool. How about you, Risby? Have you guys felt the need to do any on-chain DAO yet? Because I, I see Jake was in the audience. He's probably, uh, he'd probably be upset if I didn't ask. Uh, not yet. We do most of our sort of consensus and talking within Discord right now. Daniel has actually already built out for other reasons we'll talk about, like a light version of DAO DAO that we can use in the future. Basically take all of our like decisions of what we want to do on chain. So that's the goal. You know, right now we're focused more on increasing all three sectors of our business, validators, NFTs, gaming. And eventually, once we sort of have all those pillars at a strong place, then we'll put a focus into sort of launch, uh, launching our DAO and try to do most of this decision making on chain. Cool. I think it makes sense to start. Um, you know, you start laying the groundwork, and then you could kind of morph over time into a DAO, right? I don't think you could just set up a DAO and all of a sudden everything is magically working great just because you call it a DAO. I think you do need to morph into it slowly. So I, I definitely understand why a lot of projects do still use Discord. Uh, Gata has been around longer than you guys. So I have seen their on-chain, they, they do like a magic transaction so they can account for individuals that hold the NFT actually voting on-chain, which is pretty cool. Actually, it's the first time I've seen that. I know it exists elsewhere, but I thought that was really cool. Um, anything else you guys want to comment on as far as like, actual participation and decision making or do you think we hit everything with the with the projects i mean I think you got, oh sorry go ahead daniel yeah so I, i'm daniel i'm a Rispy's partner on gelato i mean i, I just want to add that you know in addition to us having our own dao in some form or fashion you know one of my personal interests is in having um different projects like having increasing the amount of shared data in uh in the cosmos or on juno so other projects have access to some baseline user base and, uh, you know, other such things and to increase the level of community management of that. You know, when you run a, a, a software company, you know, you have a team that internally uses its, you know, administration tools, the database administration or, you know, unlocking or locking certain users from certain features, you know, that. I would like to see, you know, a Juno that consists of a lot of like a federation of projects that, you know, have, you know, collective management through consensus over different, um, you know, application level decisions like who's authorized to do what or, you know, who can create new instances of, uh, you know, a blackjack um, contract. Uh, so, you know, there's there's the gelato management, the uh, the DAO aspect of it. But, you know, I, I personally would like to see, you know, um, smaller DAOs, like DAOs that that are kind of geared to one specific purpose or another, rather than uh, DAOs that govern a large umbrella of different decisions. 
Oh, um, I'm, so, I'm with you on that, actually, Daniel, because I think the DAOs, they need to be able to fit the purpose of whatever your organization is, right? It could be just a club, right? You could you could run your DAO just like a club between friends. It could be like, I don't know, like a fantasy mm-hmm. football club or something like that. But you could also, especially with DAO DAO version two and whatever the future iterations are, you could almost build a corporation on a blockchain now with some of this DAO tooling, right? You could have between the sub DAOs mm-hmm. and the treasury management exactly. and the voting rights. So I, I definitely agree with that. You, there's no one size fits all. And that's why I think um, I think DAOs in general do need time to develop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, Sorry, this is a this is another random thought that I had backlogged from something you're saying before. But this whole thing with um, the NFTs that have um, you know uh, that derive value from the business's revenue, I think that that is something that could encourage you know it makes makes it all more tangible to people who are outside of crypto already. You know the the public discourse is filled with people you know basically poking fun at NFTs, saying oh well, how does something digital have value? It's just a it's just a JPEG, you know, but but showing how it can actually be, you know, a, a financial asset, how you can derive value from it by, by holding it, you know, it makes the whole notion of an NFT much more tangible. And it also kind of just, I think, can drive more people into think, to realize that there's a whole economy behind it and, you know, kind of increase their knowledge of what Web3 is or what dApps are. You know, it's not just some kind of surface level thing of people shuffling around JPEGs, but there's an actual you know, economy growing underneath, you know, behind it. Oh, absolutely. I I think of NFTs as ownership tokens. I don't think of them as JPEGs. You know, it's almost like if you, um, if you had an actual, I don't know if you guys know this even exists, but stocks used to be on paper, right? You could have a stock certificate, like an Apple stock or a Disney stock, and they would send you something in the mail. The, The, to me, an NFT is more like that. Yeah, there might be a picture on it, but there's actual data within that picture that's unique to that specific NFT, or at least it should be. Um, and, and that can be utilized in all different ways by businesses. So, Hey, Chris, man, I don't, I don't mean to leave you hanging. I, I, I know you had your hand up. Why don't you uh, jump in? No, no problem. Uh, I'm letting these guys talk and, and say what they said. I just had a question. Um, uh, seeing that we're like so new in this and everything and in the real scale of things in the real world, these are small, small groups of people doing stuff in the Dow. Um, how do you plan on, um, and this is for everybody, how do you plan on getting people more involved and, and getting people to vote? Because, you know, as of right now, getting people to vote is like you're dragging them screaming and kicking to vote on something. And by the time everybody realizes something's been voted on, everybody's screaming that it shouldn't have been done. I think I think from the very beginning, actually, I'll, like, I'll go first since Daniel talked for a while and then I could jump in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think... One of the problem of the governance is uh, also because most of the people don't care about what they are uh, voting about. And so uh, at GetaDAO, one of the things we, we have done so far is um, we have many ranks into the DAO. We have um, the Senate, which is composed of um, many people around that, the most uh, involved people on, in the DAO. And each time we want to propose something, we have some ideas, we want to validate on another chain, uh, we proposed. Um, a draft of the proposal to the to the Senate, and everyone can ask questions, can also give their opinion about that, and discuss it with us. And we adapt the proposal with them. Uh, after that, we also submit the proposal to the DAO itself, 
and uh, to ask their opinion about what we are going to do or even what we plan to do. And then we put the vote on chain uh, to let them people be concentrated in, on the what we have speaking about during all those weeks. <laughs> so in, in a way, we have found a way to motivate people to vote and to uh, also be concerned about the project. Uh, I mean, it's it's one of the key problem of the Cosmos ecosystem right now. Most of the people don't vote or even don't know how to vote and just listen to big voices uh, into the Cosmos ecosystem and Twitter. And this is not quite uh, relevant for now. So I hope uh, things could evolve into a different DAO who could also uh, be linked to some people and big voices to uh, let them people vote using that. And it could be a way, and I think um, DAO using NFTs is a way to um, show to the people how we can uh, handle the community and also propose something to them. The, the goal of that is also to uh, involve people into what we do because without the community, we can do nothing, you know. So it, we have to motivate people around uh, all the key aspects of the project. Cool, now, that's a good question, Chris, because even like I'm guilty of like barely voting sometimes. I did vote on a couple of, uh, like one or two of the GATA um, issues. I can't remember. I think it was a vote to pay out uh, the rewards and then there was something else, but it's, it's few and far between. And, and um, on-chain governance is almost spammed on the blockchain level. And if you're a member of 10 or 15 NFT collections that are requiring votes, I think you're going to miss some. So maybe you just prioritize, right? You're like, All right, I know that for this project, you know, I, I want to vote on everything. And then for these other projects, I'll vote, but I'll kind of go with the flow and I'm not going to, you know, you know, I'm going to have to use other people's secondhand info to, so I can vote quickly. I think, I think that's reasonable for, for most, you know, for most votes. I don't know if, if you guys agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. The, the goal is to have uh, at least uh, 50% of the community who vote on each um proposal i think so far we have something like um i, I don't really know about it but 70 percent of the of the world collections um uh, sh should vote i think uh, i'm not sure about it I, I will take a look at it and give you information back <laughs> cool cool um hey risby are, are we are we going to give away a gelato nft oh definitely i know i sent you a pretty awesome gelato series one so yeah, can't wait to see who actually wins that thing. If you send it to me, I don't see it in my wallet yet. When did you send it? No, I sent you which one, but I can send it over to your wallet, or you can send me who the winner is. Oh no, no, okay, yeah, no. I, I, okay, good. I was hoping you did not send it to my wallet because I didn't see it. So, um, and by the way, just before we, I'll draw a number for that. We could do it right now, so people, hope people are listening. But I did post up in the nest to a video with each project. If you want to go back and look at you know, begin like middle of last year's information about the project. Keep in mind, some things might've changed, but you could kind of see how well these businesses were planned out and the very clear value accrual to the collection, which is a big challenge, right? There are, there are NFT projects that they have an elaborate roadmap. And even if they hit everything on their roadmap, there's no guarantee that the NFT will actually become more valuable. Right. And I think that's that might be the problem with a lot of the NFT based games. There's no clear way that the NFT 
gains the value of the game being developed necessarily, right? That, that's just one example. But um, yeah, you can go back and look if you're interested. I did pin George's article that was very comprehensive with the uh, his NFT article. And then um, got to Dow, put a link up there. I put a picture of my cream queen. I've told, um, I've told uh, Risby, you know, I think I want to uh, 3D print my, my cream queen or, <laughs> or, um, or like get it on like a poster for my, for my bedroom wall. But uh, I think it's a rare one. I threw a picture up there when I got to meet these guys um, in, in New York City one day. But I'll, <laughs> I'll draw for the NFT if you guys want to check out those links. Um, if you just give me a second. Um, but in the meantime, Risby, can you comment at all about the next collection that you're minting? In terms yeah, of what definitely. And before I comment on that, Joe, I think a while ago, maybe it was a few weeks ago, you're like, hey, I really want to print this cream queen or something like that. The moment you said that, my mind started working. And behind the scenes, we're actually looking to build out some type of service where if you own an NFT, you'll be able to print an NFT on shirts, jackets, you know, posters or whatever. The thing that's going to make it unique, though, Let's say you own Cream Queen number one and you printed it once and someone else buys it and they print it. Anytime they print a new shirt or something, it's actually actually going to say two on it. This way, the, the clothing article that you printed will always be unique. So if you sell it, whoever prints the next you know, cl- clothes or whatever, they'll kind of be unique as well, too. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. But besides that, uh, Gelato Series 2 is actually coming out March 1st, which I believe is Thursday around 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. UTC. This collection in total is about 420. Uh, Some of the utilities include VIP access on the platform. Eventually, we're going to give holders of Gelato Series 1, 2, and 3 a small boost in odds on the gaming platform. And you're also going to get a 1% of all gaming rewards on the platform to these 420 NFTs. One thing I also wanted to call out, not sure if like people kind of saw it when we mentioned it publicly, any of the Gelato wallets that hold any of the Gelato Series 1, 2, and 3 will not be eligible for any rewards. So I know our treasury has a good amount of these NFTs in them. We just want to make sure we're not being unfair in some way and we're actually taking from the cut. Can you can you repeat that part? Yeah, so any gelato wallets will not be eligible for the 1% reward. We want to make sure that like our treasury wallet or the wallets owned by Daniel and I, we don't take any of the cut that comes from the rewards. So I like series 1 for example has 840 supply. And I believe our treasury wallet has like a hundred of the NFTs. So those hundred wallets will be excluded from the 1% reward. Oh, understood. So you're saying that the, the team wallets and then like whatever you're holding back from the, uh, from exactly. the got it. Okay. Well, I did draw for the gelato NFT. Hopefully you're paying attention. I don't think this is somebody who's won anything in my space, but it was, smiley's network ibc smiley's.stars you did win so uh i'm gonna i'll get in touch with you and then uh risby i'll get you the um the stars address you could send it over or it looks like the stars address is in there is in their name but uh yeah not a bad not a bad prize not a bad prize um i, I like giving stuff away man i, I <laughs> so Last question about your collection, and then I want to go to Gatada. Actually, um, motivating Gino definitely 
you you could jump in before I go to got to doubt. But um, Risby, the um, the first collection is about eight hundred something NFTs right now, and then the next collection is four hundred and twenty. So there'll be maybe some arbitrage possibilities for people that are paying attention to supply and rewards. Is that right? Correct. And series three, which will probably come out around summertime or so, will only be sixty nine uh, in the supply. Okay, so if you guys are good at like ratios and and proportions, maybe you could find some deals either with the mint itself or the secondary market. That's all I'm going to say because I don't want to mess it up for myself. But I did do that with um with Gatadao's assets and uh, yeah. For people that don't know, uh, Series One was created by the Knots team. Series Two was created by Goody versus Batty artists, and I don't think many people noticed, but Series Three is actually created by maria from woman of cosmos they're beautiful sexy ladies with casinos it's gonna be mind-blowing wait she did the whole collection yeah she did uh series three or she's I doing it it's still in the process of being developed i didn't know that i thought she was doing some one of ones she kept her she kept her mouth shut about that jeez oh she did i hope i didn't blow up her spot too much by mentioning in here hopefully no one will, will really hear about it but yeah she's our artist number three Damn, I think I think Maria has the most collaborations of any NFT artist that exists. I mean, there's a reason for that. Her work just speaks for itself. It just draws you in. But we'll save that for another time. Series three. <laughs> nice. OK, cool. I did not know that. So, yeah, make sure you get me all that mint info when you can. I'll be sure to share it on, on Twitter. Gene, how are you, man? Brother, I'm good, man. I'm good. You guys are having a really good combo here. Um, and I wanted to uh, <clears throat> ask if uh, I can have 30, 30 minutes to uh, share some positivity with you. Or sorry, 30 minutes. Sorry, 30 seconds uh, with you guys real quick. That's sure, man. Last time you were eating and that was positive. What do you got this time? Hey, all right, let's go. Here, let me set this up. I got to turn the volume up. And hey, this is for like, you know, the ones listening, just chilling, relaxing, you know, being all cool and whatnot. Here we go. Put your hands up. Come on. Breathe. Breathe with your nose. Here's a little song I wrote. One more time. Breathe in with your nose. Hey, sing with me. Joe. Joe. Every life we have some trouble. When you worry, you make it double. Say with me, Joe. Don't worry. Don't worry. Be Anyway, um, no man. Life is good. You know, life is has been really good. Um I just want to say that after after Terra launch, you know, and like after like Stargate launch. Um, right now I, I, I've learned, like, I'm learning a lot, you know, I, I, I learned that for example, as a, as a founder of a project, I learned that my strengths, um, are definitely strong and my weaknesses are definitely weak. And what I mean with that is that, uh, I, I can shine a lot with community. Like, you know, how many people suck at marketing? I don't. Um, I'm great at marketing and I can rattle the cages of the hero community and, and literally like have them come out. Um, 
but for the longest time ever, it's not about just rattling cages anymore. You know, now that like a lot of hype is is gone and people are just looking for more realness, this is where I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta get real. And if real means like, like for example, I've seen a lot of Stargate projects doing like staking. I'm I'm over here like asking myself, why in the world have I have we not done staking? You know, and I'm like. And so I like almost feel like bad that I'm like, shit, man, I'm like, I haven't like, I need to step it up, you know, like we have a great community and I need to step it up. And so all I want to say is, you know, little shout out to the Stargaze community for um, just kind of for showing us the way, you know, um, and, 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 and stepping it up. And so uh, just to end this. So, yes, Hero started on, on, on Terra. And we lost all of our funds. And then we started on Stargaze. And we messed up two of our launches. Uh, the first launch, we messed up the, the metadata. Um, and so we, dude, we like pretty much blew like the little bag that we had there by the most part. Um, just doing like a bunch of refunds. And and then that thing was pretty much gone. And so now, um, and then we did a Kujira launch. And, and that was better. That was better. I, I, uh, a third of that was going to be an airdrop for uh, Stargaze holders. And I also messed that up. And see, this is what I mean with, like, I should probably not be in charge of, like, developing things. Um, and But we're still around, you know. And, and it, being around and, like, like being present and even owning up to your mistakes, as stupid as you are. And and because you're also smart, right? We all, we're all kind of stupid, dude. <laughs> but we're all, we're all pretty smart, too, you know. And so owning up to your mistakes. Um, and, and, and now dude, um, we are launching on Polygon. The Polygon launch is completely free for our holders. Um, so, and, and this is another way to just, you know, uh, again, bridging to other spaces, bridging to, you know, other communities and other opportunities. So that's what we're doing next. And here in the next hour, I am posting, uh, pretty much the ratios of how the um, Polygon uh, claim will work. And, uh, dude, should I just, like, just lay the alpha live here real quick before, if just in case anyone, anyone notices, like, one hour prior? You could, you could definitely do it. And also, we could do a space together as well when it gets close to that minute. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, man, because I need to get you um, out there to Polygon. I think Amanda, Amanda right now is in the metaverse that uh, Polycon did with uh, uh, this uh, company, like kind of like meta game company called Inverse. Um, and I'm about to hop on her on her uh, metaverse right now. I think Angel Protocol had like a booth. So I'm about to put my wings on. You can like make a little character and go hang out. So, um, also, so, okay, I said within one hour time frame. So within one hour, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go post the, the announcement, um, for the alpha I'm about to drop, just kind of, kind of making it public. And then I'll buy some tickets for the Polygon metaverse. If you guys want to join, uh, so you guys can come over bet. So, alrighty, man, here's the alpha. If you hold one Terra, um, NFT, which is from the first collection that Hero ever launched. This is also the same deal for Solana. So if you hold either a Terra OG NFT or a Solana OG NFT, uh, you get to claim one 
uh, free um, NFT from Polygon. Um, if you hold one Stargaze Pixel Hero, you get to claim one free um, anime, well, one free hero NFT on Polygon. If you have a Kujira Hero NFT, um, those were airdropped um, by the most part. So we're doing a three to one ratio, hold three and get one. And as, as of right now, there is no cap. So I know there's like some whales that own a few of them. No worries. If you own, um, let's say, 10 OGs, then that gives you 10 um, Polygon NFTs. And just to close this deal here, the uh, the NFT that we have is uh, a hero version, or sorry, a human version of your hero. So right before, if some people have read the comics, they were humans before they turned into robots um, because there was a, a, a water disaster uh, that pretty much took over the whole world except one man was standing his name was todo and um he had technology left right so it pretty much like this this natural disaster took everyone's lives but one person's which is todo and the todo was left alone with you know a bunch of robots he pretty much fixed them up grabbed his tools and brought them kind of back to life uh but it wasn't until until consciousness hit the earth when there was a um a lunar eclipse and this is when the robots pretty much claimed the previous life uh, of 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 the of of the of the humans. Um, pretty much, they were able to claim consciousness, and so now they're finally back into their human form. And this is what you guys are claiming again. This is uh, for free to our holders. So that's it, Joe. Thank you for letting me lay it out there. Uh, but yeah, man, let me uh, let me get to work, uh, and then anyone no do problem. that once. Thank you, brother. Anyone that wants to join that little metaverse, um, give me like a, a an hour here and, and I'll be posting a, a little giveaway. We'll just be giving away like three tickets. So anyone who wants to do that can join. Nice. Well, everyone here is happy to hear about free NFT mints, I'm sure. And Polygon obviously is the uh, is, is is getting a lot of people's attention. So I appreciate that, man. Um, I got a question in my DMs actually forgot to dial. I want to get to for sure. Can you explain the uh, Yield Gorilla? utility and, and and exactly how that fits into the other collections yeah yeah sh sure no problem so uh, i think most of the people don't really understand what the algorithm is for the gata DAO. you know we are launching a validator based nft collection and we wanted to also have uh, another collection which is more like uh, each fund so uh, our goal like always is to provide our community with access to some new ad assets in future projects, you know. Uh, as I am very uh, connected with most of the people into the cosmos, uh, actually, I'm uh, talking about talking with many, many big projects, and we're hoping that Yelgorida could be uh, like the edge fund from for Gatadao and can be a way to invest into a bigger project, you know, and to buy some token in private sales into. Uh, some uh, round seeds, like something like that, by uh, developing our validators on the chain and at the same time by buying some tokens. So Yelgorilla is somehow uh, a representation of that. Uh, one of the things which is quite odd, actually, and was odd, uh, is that uh, we decided uh, to uh, keep some tokens into uh, Tori and have some tokens into Adam. Uh, you know, and uh, we actually expected something like 
uh, a three uh, price fall, but we didn't expect it a, a fall like we saw. So we decided to uh, increase um, the volume into our uh, wallet to continue to build um, the wallet to be able to take profit and further project and also on the ICS to come. Um, one of the things we had in mind since the beginning is that uh, there should, uh, should be uh, the, the way to have a really earning process, quite good earning process, you know, and Hatom should be the value uh, we should grow with time to build something and to take profit on the ICS. So Yet Gorilla is more like each fund. And uh, actually, we was uh, very disappointed by the situation. And we actually felt that, that we should um, increase uh, the volume of Atom into our wallet uh, to, being, uh, to become able to uh, actually give a good revenue stream to the people. So uh, I know that most of the people seen that uh, Yelp Gorilla is not giving uh, any rewards for now. Uh, yes, it, this is correct, exactly. But the reason why we did that is because we are uh, thinking that by building a better uh, wallet for the Yelp Gorillas, uh, we should be able to give them also a bigger rewards uh, by the end of the Q1. So uh, I think most of that have been has been done so far. Uh, the wallet is quite consistent. We have a very big volume in Atom, and we hope that the ICS, which could launch uh, in weeks to come, uh, will be a good revenue stream stream for Yield Gorillas. And Yield Gorillas will be our edge fund, and we will use uh, some funds from the Yield Gorilla wallets to invest into new chain. Like for example, we have in mind Celestia or even Say Network, and we are actually discussing with some of the guy in the team uh, to find a way to help them by launching validators on testnet and also find a way to be more involved into those kind of projects. Um, you know, one of the things should, you should know about uh, GetaDAO for now is that the first goal was to have an add-on validators, which is something it, which is quite hard to have uh, because you need more than 1 million uh, USD <laughs> to have an add-on validators. So, since we we have done that, now we are looking to a uh, bigger revenue stream, a bigger project to invest on. And all this uh, will be done using uh, DAO tools because one of the things we want um, above all is that Yale Gorillas uh, could be also uh, managed by the community like GetaDAO is managed by the community. Actually, we have no tools to do that, but uh, I know that Territory is developing an on-chain DAO for all the NFTs. Uh, on territory and we hopefully can use it uh, to make some vote to spend some fun to uh, also uh, start uh, new uh, validator streams uh, using these funds and this is why we created um yield gorilla uh, at first i hope i i answered the question well it, it sounds like you're prioritizing the validator on the hub right that, and i think that's yeah. the right move um, there are some validators who, even if they're in the middle of the active set, they're not profitable. But I know on the hub, the situation is different. Do you think that you still would like to move further up the active set on the hub, even if it costs you a little bit of attention on the other validators? Or do you think you're good right now in preparation for ICS? How do you view that? 
I think we are good in preparation for the ACS. Uh, most of the reason why, uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, uh, the delegation program from the ICF uh, was set up yesterday and Gatadao was uh, part of the validators who actually had some uh, tokens from the ICF, uh, thanks to the community engagement we have. So it's it's more like a recognition for us, you know. Uh, but uh, also, we are pretty, pretty hard uh, working on that because uh, we participated into the game of Shane. And uh, doing that, we also uh, test our abilities and also our bandwidth to uh, being able to launch multiple validators using the ICS. So we are not afraid because we we have already done that uh, on the testnet in uh, launching about 10 Shane in the same times. So it was working pretty well, and we did many mission. We also have some had some tokens from the Game of Shane <laughs> uh, competition. So yeah, yeah, we are ready for that. We preparing everything for that since some months now. Uh, the infrastructures, uh, everything to we had to know to launch the HSA ICS uh, new new chains. So yeah, we are ready for that. Good, good. No, I think that I think that's important. I think I think it's very smart to prioritize the hub. And I, when I first heard that you were trying to launch a validator on the hub, I was thinking, damn, that's going to be really hard to get on the active set. But I hope we do it. But you're you're comfortably in the active set, or we I should say we we're comfortably in the active set. And I think, <laughs> yeah, and I think um, I think if you're holding these NFTs, there you know you just tuck them away in your wallet, and you don't really have to worry because this is a long term, a long term business plan that's going to work. Even if some of the other token prices are extremely volatile, and even if one of the validators falls out of the active set, the fact that that's only a small fraction of the the revenue for the DAO, it, it makes me feel pretty comfortable. I don't know if 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 you think that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's a good way to, to think about it. Uh, one of the, the, the key aspects of that is what, when we're launching the validators, we, we also had to uh, be in a good position, like you said. And actually, we had we had, we had, we are in the good in a good position so far, but we think that we need to be an upper rank as well. But for that, we need to um, produce more thing to be more reliable as well. And uh, the revenue stream from Yale Gorilla should help us by the end of the month. Uh, as an example, when we started uh, Gatadao at the first time, uh, we waited something like six months. Uh, before giving some revenue to our elders. And uh, I think most of the Yale Gorilla people are waiting for their rewards. And we're hoping that ICS and new chain we will launch uh, will be quite reliable for that. And uh, uh, yes, yes, I think as long as you hold your NFTs into your wallet, uh, you will be fine. And uh, the revenue will come directly into your Atom wallet. Uh, as soon as everything will be set up, like we did for Gatadao. <laughs> Great. No, it, I mean, it sounds good. It sounds really good. And um, like I said before, there is a website where you could check the payouts. And uh, you could even, if you own any of these NFTs, you put your address in and it tells you what you're going to be due to receive the following month. I think it's great. Um, 
I don't mind letting one or two people up to ask questions. I do have to end this space in 10 minutes because I'm going to watch uh, the premiere of the last YouTube video. Well, the, the, this current YouTube video that I'm putting out, I, I linked it up at the top. If you guys want to watch it as it premieres, that would be awesome. If you could just, you know, at the end of this space, jump on the YouTube video and check it out. It's with White Whale. It's a really, really good video. I, I just recorded it yesterday and I had to put it out today. So, um, Risby, Daniel, you guys have validators as well. How, how does that factor in to, you know, the big picture with the NFT collection or is it a complete separate business for you guys? No, it's all connected. So with the owner role that we're rolling out, 1% eventually will increase to more of the validated commission will go to our owners. We're kind of prototyping this to sort of figure out the kinks, automating as much as possible. Eventually, Gelato Series 1, 2, and 3 holders will also get a percentage of all Gelato revenue streams. So we're kind of using owner role to test a lot of this stuff out, but eventually all three of those series will get more than just, you know, the gaming platform. They'll get access to merchandise sales, uh, NFT commission, validated commission, and so on. Understood understood um i mean it sounds good why don't you why don't you tell us the change you're on so people can look for the validators oh yeah we're actually on quite a lot of them we're on juno evmos tori rebus uh stride osmosis uh jackal okay i might be missing one or two more uh i can i'm, I'm embarrassed i can almost never say the meme coin uh name honolulu you know chihuahua or whatever we're on that i'm always struggling with it and I think I've, I've got most of it. Um, we might be missing one more, but that's pretty much all. Oh, also, Kajura. So that's our last validator. I think we're on either seven or nine chains so far. And the goal is to not be in Cosmos. Like, Gelato isn't a Cosmos-based project or company. We're, we're a Web3 company. So our goal is, now that we've kind of conquered most of Cosmos validators, we're going to start expanding outside. So Avalanche, Near Protocol, Ethereum, and so forth got it all right well i mean this sounds good and again i i always like talking to the nft project founders who have very long-term plans that are reasonable because you guys have that income and as long as you have a business backing the nft collection it seems like both of you have been successful minting more than one collection even without quote unquote diluting the first collection right or flooding the uh, market with um, supply. Actually, what we didn't mention is that both of you guys were able to kind of micromanage the supply in order to avoid that situation, right? I know Gelato did burn a bunch of unminted NFTs and Gata, the DAO holds quite a bit of NFTs and you recently started selling them over the counter to people that wanted to expand their stake. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I think it's it's part of the deal. We have to manage the supply and to we we hold all those NFTs uh, into to get the DAO while it's since the beginning, meaning that um, the DAO is in charge of those NFTs and all those NFTs also are separated from the revenue stream, meaning that uh, the wallet will contain those those NFTs don't receive any rewards. So yeah, yeah, I think it's part of the game, you know, and uh, as well. Um, most of the NFT we sold uh, last week, I think, uh, was <laughs> because most of the people uh, asking for it. So uh, we keep them in the vault for now, and we uh, give part of the supply to the to the to the holders 
uh, each time they ask for it. And I know that most of the people asking for it uh, quite uh, quite oftenly. Uh, and uh, this is the reason why we did that. Got it. No, I, th I think it's important that you have a way to manage the supply because if you have a mint, it's really hard to predict, you know, how many should we mint? What should the price be? What's the best number of whitelists to give away? I think for the established projects, it's way less risky, right? You like, like for, for someone buying an NFT, because I already now know Gata Dow does this. This is how they back their collection with actual revenue. This is what Gelato does. I hope that people are more skeptical of new mints at a certain point and they go for these, um, I would say, very well organized tested projects that have long term, you know, sustainability. And also the founders are continuously facing the community. You don't have to worry about rug pulls. You don't have to worry about any kind of scams. And that's kind of what I hope for the NFT space in general. I hope people eventually realize how risky minting collections actually is. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Part of the thing which with um, Yelgoya was also that um, we, we had uh, the whole collection, uh, which is Gata, Gata V and Gata C, and it, it helped us to build the community around that by uh, giving them information and uh, giving them <laughs> the hope that, uh, you, you see guys, we, we are actually giving some uh, revenue uh, to all our holders, so be patient and everything will pay off um, by the end of the day. So yeah, I hope some of the collection will also um, follow the same path as we do. And uh, I think it's uh, many, many projects um, DM'd me um, to ask me about my opinion on their project, on the revenue stream they want to create. And it's something which is quite good with Stargaze, you know. Uh, you have some works, obviously, but you have also some projects that uh, are quite invested in trying to figure out how they can um, uh, size their collection, how they can size the price as well, and also how they can uh, engage the community. And uh, actually, many, many people uh, DM'd me, and I, I hope this uh, something which is also the case for Gerato, but I think it is. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, I think if you want to launch a collection, you, you can always DM us, and uh, uh, we will help you as we can. <laughs> Cool. said, you know, we definitely learned a lot and, you know, I won't take up any more time, but by we're going to be unveiling a gelato creator program soon, which is the goal of like launching new artists, you know, within the ecosystem, give them all the learnings, do any blockchain development for them or anything like that. Once the details are more, you know, fine, you know, figured out, I'll definitely let you know, Joe, but yeah, very, uh, very excited. Cool. Um, I am going to close the space out in like a minute. I want to let you guys know that Gelato is hosting a poker tournament on Sunday. Uh, you could just pop into the Discord. Directions are pretty straightforward. Um, you enter the tournament with Gelato tokens, right? But the payouts are in what? In, in Adam or in USDC? It's in USDC. So our cash games, you use Gelato token for our tournament is Adam. And this week, uh, weekend prize, minimum prize pool is 500 USDC. But it's usually a lot more. Very cool. And again, um, if you guys want to pop over to, to my YouTube and watch the premiere of that video, I really appreciate it. Even if you can't watch the video, if you can click it and just like the video, it really helps because of the way YouTube kind of hides a lot of crypto content that's not from the bigger channels. And of course, every time I do a video, I forget to remind the viewers to like and subscribe and all that. So I am going to end the space. I appreciate everyone that, that stuck it out this whole time.
and congrats to the winners. Risby, I'll give you that address for the winner of the uh, of the Gelato NFT in your DMs. So if you get any DMs from anyone else, they're they're um, they're scammers. So be careful with that. Sounds good. And uh, and Gata, really nice to have another space with you. And uh, yeah, pretty happy with my uh, with my Voyager Colonial Cats and my Gelato NFTs and my Yield Gorillas. So hopefully, you guys, if you're just hearing about the projects, you'll check them out. The discords are full of info and very organized and the founders will interact with you with any questions that you've got. Thank you, Joe. It was a pleasure to be there. Anytime, anytime. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Daniel, you as well. Hopefully I get to run into you guys in the next couple of weeks in the city. Sounds good. We'll see you later. Thanks again. Bye. Yep. Take care. Bye guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of the ether. That was NFT happy hour. Blue Chip NFTs on Stargaze. Hosted by Cosmos Joe. Recorded on Friday, February 24th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Oh, lighten up, dog. It could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss-up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress, yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.